guys and welcome to another episode of our podcast in Mindsight. Today is always going to be very interesting. We're going to talk about discussions and how to effectively discuss topics. But as always, before we get into the topic for today, Elias, how has your week been so far? Yeah, first of all, um, for effective discussion, don't get up early in the morning to do that <laughs> and record <laughs> your, your podcast there. But um, <laughs> second of all, yeah, nice, nice to have you back. Another week has passed and looking forward to this episode. Let's see how it goes. Other than that, man, man, um, my week's been stressful in another sense, though, like not working on a lot of project related stuff, more meeting up with different people and different events. Um, like after, after our last recording, I had like a final presentation of my consulting project with my team and, um, this week I met up with Hannah, like we, we recorded recently also an episode with it, uh, with her, <laughs> check, check it out, um, it's about like psychology and neuroscience and it's really insightful, um, two episodes actually, um, and I, I met up with like um, all sorts of buddies from my programs, <laughs> which are very, very cool people. And yesterday was also again a long day. There was like a wrap-up event of this semester from the consulting thing. And I mean, people are amazing and it's really fun. It's <laughs> just so many events. Um, but yeah, um, and as you also can see, I finally cut my hair and <laughs> oh, yeah. no, have I a, uh, I'm bald now. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you're far from me man other than that <laughs> i think what sorry you're, fa you're far you're far from, from you when it comes to hair yeah 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 obviously obviously <laughs> <laughs> i understood i'm far from he-man <laughs> what do you know he-man do you know him no no, oh, and it's like that, that strange guy bell. who's running around with a tiger or something. Right, gotta, okay. I gotta find an image and I gotta share my screen. Um, <laughs> yeah, this guy, I, I'm certainly sure you know him. Oh, yeah, from all the memes, right? Yes, yes. He man. Ah, okay. Oh, <laughs> Obviously, oh, I'm far from him, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we both are. Oh, mm. God. Thankfully so. <laughs> All right. So. Uh, I mean, a bit more muscle can't hurt, but... Yeah, I'm talking about the yeah. hair, more specifically. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, man. What, what, how, how has you been, your week been? What have you been up to? pretty pretty busy also um i've been room hunting in munich uh, especially mm. yesterday for basically the whole day which was very very stressful on on the one hand but also pretty insightful and kind of mm. exciting 
Um, man, what, yeah, why man. didn't you say anything that you were here? That you Dude, were I was here. so stressed out, man. I, I <laughs> didn't even have time to like eat. I was just constantly running around from one meeting to the other. Um, mm. Because it was also very important to me to not come late to any of the meetings, you know, just sure, definitely, courtesy definitely. and stuff. And given that I don't have that much experience with like the Munich um like train system and all that <laughs> once i actually yeah. got into the wrong train or wrong subway that <laughs> i didn't stop and yeah you know yeah so i was pretty stressed out and wouldn't have had time to to meet up uh but yeah, yeah like it, it was app, pretty interesting what app google maps like like no 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 for figuring out all the train stuff Mm, like no, putting in your point. current position and where you want to get and it will spit out which train or bus or whatever you have oh, to Oh yeah, take. yeah, I know. But that's that's Google Maps. That's not Google Maps, no. Yes, it is. Uh, that's what I've used. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can certainly see why it didn't work out that greatly for you, but... <laughs> hey. It's exactly you with Google Maps. You just put in where you want to go, your position, and then it spits out the trains you have to take. That's what you mean. Yeah, right? but that doesn't account for buses or anything, I suppose, and also not for tram or. Uh, yes, it does. It does actually. I just no. didn't use that because I was like, no, with but I don't trust buses. <laughs> no, buses are more reliable in Munich, I think. But well. Um, <laughs> Enough about Anyways. that. Enough about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> it was pretty interesting, exciting. Let's hope you find method. something. Yeah. something. Yeah, I think it'll work out. I think it'll work. I'm pretty positive about that. But yeah, it was pretty interesting. Met a lot of interesting new people. And yeah, was stressful, but also pretty exciting. Looking forward to having you here in Munich, man. <laughs> we'll make it yeah. easier to meet up and record the podcast in person like next to each other yeah for sure for <laughs> um, sure which we also still have to figure out if we want to do that but yeah <laughs> nice what the podcast you mean yeah like, like what um, um, how and whether it's even possible like with our setup to do that ah right like recording in sure. person but sure well, well we'll see we're gonna we'll figure see. it out yeah yes all right, team. What do we have for today? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> hmm, I, I, I am. I don't know. Why are you asking me? Where are your notes, man? <laughs> my notes. My brains. My notes. <laughs> uh -huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> That's yeah. why it's so empty on your side there. Yes, yes. <laughs> don't call me out don't. like that, man. <laughs> but listen yeah, here yeah, you little didn't. shit what <laughs> you... <laughs> yeah i mean i just didn't manage i just didn't manage to to write anything down for today no i actually tried on the train no yesterday but the internet was terrible and i couldn't as usual properly. obviously yes yeah well um discussions uh communicating with other people that's what's up today and i suggest we start with a more personal question um mm. in the sense of 
Yeah, what what makes a good discussion for you? Who are who do you tend to have good discussions with? And <clears throat> yeah. Right. So uh let's tackle the first one. What makes a good discussion for me? I think a good discussion for me I mean me, that's a difficult question right now. But <laughs> yeah, of course it is. So I'm I'm just trying to juggle it and try to come up with a good answer. So okay, the thing is I think generally one of the most important traits when discussing anything with anyone is for the other person and you yourself of course to just listen and just shut up <laughs> yes. for the amount of time the other person speaks and try to really understand what's going on and where they're coming from and why they believe what they believe in. So I think that's probably the absolute most important aspect. And after listening and understanding, usually if you really focus on that, that usually leads to you, you know, that usually does not lead to conflict if you actually listen and try to understand. Because what I see happening and what certainly happened to me in the past is that when discussing with people, usually people are very defensive about their beliefs and are just focused on kind of uh, kind of convincing you of what they believe in rather than understanding where you're coming from mm -hmm. and why you think the way you think. And yeah, I've noticed that and now to go on with the second question, I tend to have good discussions with people who actually listen, try to understand, and don't aren't so focused on just getting their points across and are more focused on actually getting to some common ground and figuring out stuff from there, you know? That's kind of Man, my answer. That was a nice freestyle answer. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome. Yeah. Um what about do you? Do you have people oh, okay, okay. Then me. Um <laughs> Well, I'm not the good at freestyling. I have pulled up a PDF document <laughs> um which All right. summarizes the most important points of a good discussion and it says um okay uh, focus uh, discussion needs to stay on track rather than go wandering off on various tangents incidental to the main issues at hand discussions should also be pitched at a level appropriate to the knowledge and background of the participants i mean right yeah, that's something I also often experience, like people, if they want to oppose you, they wander off at details because they are easy to tackle, like um, very small details of your argument, which don't overall change uh, Yeah, the, 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 the whole outcome of the discussion, but they just want to oppose you and they just want to find something to critique. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's... That's a bit annoying. Um, I think there's also like some sort of saying that um, if you have to give an answer in a discussion or something, just say one sentence because one sentence can't be, uh, how is it called? Like um, put apart like that. 
Mm -hmm. Like everything, right. like in a sense of um, everything you say from now on can and will be used against you. <laughs> yeah. So just give a show. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I assume you are having, you were having similar experiences there. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> More than enough. Clarity. Statements made during the course of a discussion should be readily understood by all participants. Examples should be provided when necessary to clarify concepts and ideas. So, right. yeah, yeah, one of the most important points, I think, also um, in general, in life, in talks, when you're, to when you're uh, talking about your, uh, I don't know... Uh, <laughs> when when you're giving a talk about something when you're giving yeah <laughs> yeah yeah oh man oh man oh man it's too early in the morning uh, <laughs> but it's not. no but, but for sure i mean i always i always appreciate when when a speaker or just generally in discussions people come up with good analogies or examples that really illustrate well what they uh, what they're actually trying to say because oftentimes in our head our, our arguments make way more sense <laughs> than mm, when yes, we actually try yes, to yeah. to explain them to somebody else so coming up with good analogies and examples is pretty crucial actually yeah man yesterday yesterday i had a um i, I was at that event i i talked about earlier and um there was this cool guy and he wanted to know more about like physics and uh, and all of that like the universe and whatever i'm doing in uh <laughs> in my studies <laughs> and man it was so difficult to explain all the concepts to him like yeah uh, that what we're learning here in, in our studies um especially like uh special relativity and and because that's really fucked up and for me, it, may, it makes intuitive sense now, um, and I know the equations, which make it more graspable, but somebody who doesn't know anything at all about physics and maths and <laughs> yeah. is this studying uh, like economics and stuff, that's... I mean, I don't want to say that he doesn't know anything about maths, I'm not sure about that, but physics not. <laughs> uh, if you're listening, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so difficult to to explain some mind-bending concepts in like a in like a good way, if, even if they make yeah. sense for you. For sure. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so examples very much needed. Yes, always, always use them. If you're a professor, <laughs> why? And first of all, first question: Why are you listening to this podcast, man? <laughs> Second of all, please use examples <laughs> and images words. and intuitive <laughs> explanations, especially in maths and physics. That's helping us yeah. so much. Yeah. Sure. Okay. One of the most important points now: validity. Statements should be well supported and explained so that the basis of the statement becomes clear. Simply declaring something to be so it doesn't help the cause of discussion. <laughs> right. Obviously, we're living in a conspiracy theory. <laughs> Obviously. Fight me on that. It has to be so. You can't. Man. It's a fact. I can prove it, but you can't disprove it. No, actually, you can't. Yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, oftentimes yeah. um, in discussions, it's... 
It's like, okay, you, you bring up your, um, I don't know, how is it called in English? Like hear saying thing, like things that just heard, but did not see like in a scientific paper or anything else, uh, mm -hmm. any, anywhere else where it's like proven. We just heard okay. from the news or from a friend of yours who told about that who told you about that and i wouldn't consider that as a valid thing to say unless like your friend is an expert in that topic and really right. had a nice discussion with you about it um i wouldn't bring up some things like that and what i'd also watch out for is like your personal experience because your personal experience is very much subjective and um, yeah. biased because all of those things might have happened to you already, but uh, you are very much biased to believe, okay, they're happening more often. Like, I don't know, uh, very negative side effects to vaccination or something. <laughs> exactly. And, Good example. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and you, you probably don't want to bring up your personal examples. I mean, they're nice for creating emotions and talks and stuff. But if you want to keep it... Uh, logic and yeah have the good discussion um i suppose you should refer to the more backed up evidence <laughs> yeah unless you're scientifically sure. evaluating your life choices <laughs> in the corner yeah. by crying to yourself <laughs> <laughs> yeah but for sure i've seen that happening so often with people that they just take either things completely out of context or as you said they just take their personal experiences of which they had a few and try to come up with a general rule for the vast mm. majority of people which is you know was always really i remember actually <laughs> i think i told you that in, in in private that i had some discussions with my uncle about like communism and stuff <laughs> and just because when he was younger he knew someone who lived under communism like he also lived under communism basically but he knew someone who like had a whatever mini supermarket or whatever and mm. actually did pretty well financially and all that and all the people admired <laughs> him capitalist and just because yeah and just because of that one example he said yeah the whole of communism the whole system was good just because that one person may yeah, have thrived yeah. but he completely ignored all the other i don't know how many tens of hundreds of million people who were killed so you know <laughs> that's mm. problematic and with someone like that you can't even go on with the discussion like for me at that point it's just I just ended because there's absolutely no point in trying to convince that person. She I doesn't just go, agree okay. to the general principles of discussion which we just laid down. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, um, where I see it more acceptable to bring up personal stories and examples, I already said that, uh, that's in talks, um, like TED Talks and yeah. stuff, where we want to create the emotion. Um Though oftentimes, uh, yes, it makes a nice talk, but also there I see the uh, problematic uh, thing of, okay, um, they use their personal story, which might not at all reflect uh, the whole situation. Um, for example, when you see a um, successful CEO talk about his way to fame and glory and money, right. then that's 
well, that's what worked out for him, and it's very much biased um, because, like, okay, he he's the survivor of a, a large group of people, and it might have been just by chance that that worked out, and all of the other people who were doing the same thing, nope, uh, they failed. Um, like it's survivorship bias or something, whatever. Um, yeah. And. Yeah, what actually might be more important for you to know is not how that particular person got to their spot as a CEO. It might be um, to get to know um, why all the other people failed to get there who tried. Mm -hmm. Like it might be more insightful yeah. to talk to somebody who failed his business and uh, whatever, or whatever you wanted to do, than to talk to somebody who is a, a billionaire now. Just for like of you. I mean, if you're already very well established, then okay, it's nice to get you the secret tricks of uh, billionaire life from your buddy right. Bezos. <laughs> but <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like in the beginning phase, it might be more valuable to just talk to, I don't know, your your second uncle who wanted to start a pizzeria, but he failed because, yeah. I don't know, <laughs> he, he made burgers instead, but he said he made pizza. No, I have no idea. <laughs> right. Yeah, but for sure. Because I find it so so funny actually that all these CEOs and productivity gurus or whatever finance gurus, not all of them, but many of them just talk like, Yeah, you gotta sleep only four hours and wake up at three and go to work out and run for thirty miles and then uh have a five hour session of deep work and then go back to another business you're building and you know it's just <laughs> man Seriously, you're describing man. my life right now how do, how do you know <laughs> <laughs> for sure <laughs> i want to see you get up at 3 a.m and go to mm -hmm. the gym and go for a 13 kilometer run like Dave definitely Goggins. that's every day you every day every day <laughs> <laughs> right on my hands <laughs> <laughs> exactly i can imagine but yeah i, I just find it funny <coughs> and i think when you're young you are more prone to actually falling for that kind of stuff because yes, you know yes. you're waking up at 5 a.m and doing this and that actually it's not really about when you wake up and it's more about how well you sleep when you go to bed <laughs> <laughs> yeah no but it's actually more about the quality of your sleep and after that what you actually do in your waking hours because you know whether you wake up at five and gotta go to bed at 10 or whether you wake up at seven and go to bed at 12 it's the same shit you have mm. the same amount of hours per day just use them wisely yeah, yeah. and it's done yeah no in the in the um in, 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 how, how do we oh man it's too early man i don't use my time wisely here um in in looking back to our last episode it's more about energy management right <laughs> not time right. management exactly yeah uh, well well yeah i i i agree um i also fall, fell for the trap when i started out with all of the productivity stuff um but yeah, like the more and more you get into it, the more and more you discover what works and what is just utter bullshit, to put it that way. Right. <laughs> and 
yeah, it's it's a long way. And don't be shy if you're starting out out there, people. Um, get into it, tackle it um, one by one, atomic habits wise. <laughs> exactly. And and you will get somewhere definitely. You will get to learn more about you and. Let's move on, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. I, I just see whether there are any more important points we have to cover here. Because there are a few more, but they're not the most important, I think. Um, yeah, I suppose that's one a good one. That one's a good one. Um, progression. A discussion should provide a sense of movement, if not towards some specific conclusion or consensus, at least toward a deeper understanding of the issues and their complexity. Yeah. Right. I mean, 100% agree. Um, discussion for the <laughs> sake yeah. of discussion and just for opposing others. It's. I don't get anything from that. And if you do that, then I will be like... Sorry, man, I, I, I got to leave now. <laughs> the diplomatic way. That's very, yeah, that's very polite. I would just be like, mm. fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> no, not not actually. But Yasin, yeah, Yasin, yeah, Yasin. Um, hey, hey, man, sorry. Fuck off right now. Yeah. I, will, I will leave the meeting, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I really don't enjoy our discussions. <laughs> right. But, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I think that's important. I, what I notice in some discussions is that oftentimes you kind of circle around one detail or one point and it gets really tiring because you're like constantly repeating your point, repeating your argument, the other person is doing the same and you're just circling around endlessly and that's no fun. Yes, and because, really because you missed out value. on getting the foundations of it right and trying to figure out and listen to each other where the other is coming from and where your common base is. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Muy bien. Okay. 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 Then. Then. <laughs> interest discussions need to be stimulating enough to maintain the interest of all members of the group. If uh, it helps, if the issues being addressed are seen as relevant to the interests of those in a discussion. Yeah. I mean, that's a very basic thing. Um, I suppose sure. it's... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just find something everyone can discuss about. It's straightforward. I suppose right. that... Um, yeah, okay, everyone should be involved, like participation and... Um, yeah, interaction should be like more group centered instead of leader centered. Like, well, that depends if you have like a moderator on a TV show, I suppose. Or it's called a host sure. in English, right? If you have a yeah. host on a TV show now. Um, and the last one was like scope. Um, good discussions bring forth a diversity of ideas and opinions and stimulate new ways of looking at issues among the participants. Discussions should be comprehensive in uh, 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 rather than narrowly focused. Right. Who sees things differently? What might be a different approach to that? Can we hear some pros as well as the cons? What additional considerations might be examined? Blah, blah, blah. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yada, yada, yada. It's, it's cold English. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's, it gets pretty boring when people just share the exact same opinion. And then you're yeah. trying to discuss a yeah. topic and it's like, I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Okay, cool. Let's move on. You know, it's, it gets yeah. pretty boring really fast. It's, it's easier to agree than disagree. That's, that might be the For issue. Sure. Like if somebody's not used to discussion and discussion settings, then yeah, it's just easier to say yeah. yes, instead of come up with a great argument against somebody who's already exactly. experienced. I think it's also when some people are just pretty self-conscious in a way about their beliefs and ideas, and maybe mm. they consider their ideas not to be as valuable as the ideas of others and yeah. therefore they're just like okay i i go with whatever the groups uh, the group goes with and i i will be good but actually every time i've had discussions and there were some people who unexpectedly just threw something in that was completely unexpected you know a new perspective that nobody has ever thought of that's mm -hmm. when discussions get really interesting and really stimulating. Oh, yes. Because when it's nice, just like, yeah, nice. I agree. I think so, too. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, it's just boring as hell, man. Yeah, yeah, definitely agree. Um, <laughs> yeah, what, uh, what I... S <laughs> <laughs> definitely agree. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, wait, what did I want to say now? Man, you threw me off track. Um, <laughs> sorry, yeah, sorry. and what, what I see as a problem is like those super experienced people um, in discussions or, or just the very, very um, self-confident ones that um, don't want to leave any space for discussion or are discussing in an unfair manner with somebody in, mm. inexperienced because they can't. They can't uh, just then like stand up for their opinion and stuff yeah. because the other person leaves no space and that does not uh, make a fair discussion for me, I suppose, especially for somebody inexperienced. Like, for yeah. sure. Uh, well, well, that's it about the discussions document. What? Right, actually, I just came up with an, with a question that would be interesting to to be discussed how in the past how have you dealt with like very emotional topics or very emotional discussions oh man well you know emotional discussions a lot of, in the sense of a, there's a lot of um, societal opinion behind it and like yeah okay, and should, also, should we let uh, foreigners in our country or something like that do you mean that yeah for example stuff like that or yeah. where you know one person yeah, maybe you just violated the basic rules of discussion you didn't give any example <laughs> <laughs> yeah sure okay uh where one person might just be very emotionally involved just because maybe it's a very personal thing that happened mm -hmm. to them or whatever how did you deal with those situations in the past okay Honestly, um, I never forced anyone into like a discussion about that topic. Then, if I saw, okay, man, it's a really emotional topic for them. I don't want to ruin uh, the day for both of us or for you. 
Um, no, I'm just saying. Just... Let, let's let's imagine it's a group setting. You're with a few okay. people, and one of them is a little more sensitive towards one topic emotionally. Mm. How how do you deal with that? And but they want to participate. That's the thing. They want to participate. Ah, they want, to, want participate. to participate. Okay, okay. I think I. I think I actually never was in a setting like that. At least none, no, no, none, nothing comes to my mind because every one I discussed with so far was actually quite logical or like distanced to their immediate emotions. I think so. If they really want to, hmm, what what would I do if if some setting like that came up? I mean, that's the, that's difficult to generalize. To be honest, because everyone has like different sure. emotions and reacts differently, um, I definitely be more conscious about what I'd say because you want you still want to do respect in discussion, obviously. Because if it's possible to actually like hurt someone on a deep level, you you want to be careful about other people's feelings, I suppose. But yeah. um, at the other hand, I also think okay that person actively really wants to participate at this discussion then they have to be open for my arguments as well in the sense of okay i can't just like stay back right now because they might start crying okay i might um talk a bit uh, i might wrap up my arguments in nice uh, present package paper but right <laughs> <laughs> oh oh sorry um and but I still, I, I'd still deliver them. If, okay. If you get what I mean, um, it's difficult yeah. to to say that now because I never was in like a setting where someone extremely emotional was was present. But I, mm. I as far as I know, you and you for you that has been the case. So I think your experiences <laughs> might be more enlightening right now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they're gonna be more enlightening because I've had. Right. I, in those situations, I've had both very positive, very negative uh, reactions <laughs> of people. Not necessarily because of me, always, but just generally, <laughs> just generally yeah. the group setting. Some Who people, made someone cry again? <laughs> no, I, I didn't, I think. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I, I have no idea. But <laughs> no, somebody, uh, something flew in their eyes. That's why they cried. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the... <laughs> <laughs> so anyways i've yeah i've been in those situations and again some some people are really good at kind of putting their own personal experiences and emotions aside as much as possible you know and try to look at the things objectively and usually those people have very interesting perspectives even on topics where one might think oh this and that happened to them so they're going to be way more sensitive towards the topic actually those people have very differentiated opinions and sometimes more so than people who mm -hmm. have never experienced those things and who would actually be able to look at it more objectively, let's say. But some people, as always, there are always exceptions. <laughs> some people just get really, really, really emotional uh, to the point where, you know, they can't seem to be able to control themselves and I don't know. I mean, I, I totally understand and get that, especially if they're very emotional topics. And again, I've never forced anyone into discussing stuff. They usually just want to participate in discussions. 
And usually it's interesting, usually because they're so emotionally invested in the stuff, they want to participate, um, mm. which I totally understand. And I understand the emotions and their subse uh, subsequent reactions, usually. But <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm thinking if you really are so keen on joining the discussion and if you if you would actually come to discussion with an open mind and as we said in the rules before try to understand the other people's opinions and try maybe to look at it more objectively because your subjective reality is very prone to you know mistakes and uh biases falls. And all of that. Yeah. yeah exactly but if you know you're not really able to do that then why are you trying to discuss stuff <laughs> with other people <laughs> when you know you're just going to get yes, angry yes. and call them names and start screaming it's, or whatever? I'm like... It's very hard it. to it's, accept that you're wrong, yes. Yeah, and maybe it's not even wrong, but maybe they're <laughs> just... They, they can't even fathom how someone could not think like them. It's, mm. it's unexplainable to them. And then when somebody's like, hey, look, <laughs> this and that, it, it actually isn't that bad. Or, you know, objectively, this and that happened. So this step is pretty logical. It's not some crazy conspiracy of the universe against you. It's actually just a pretty reasonable, logical... Conspiracy um, of people against you, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right so yeah it's pretty hard to discuss with those people and luckily I've, yeah, i didn't yeah. have that many experiences with that but for those people just don't join conversations when you know you can't handle your emotions that's my advice mm. <laughs> or try to join them with the intent of trying to learn how to handle your emotions <laughs> mm. yeah Nothing just... to add. I completely agree, dude. Oh, man. <laughs> Mate. Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, how, how do you deal then with people who don't stick to the basic rules of discussion? Or okay. Like when I was younger. If they don't agree. Yeah. I think there are two approaches I've developed. When I was younger, especially, I used to just try as much as I could to kind of show them, hey, look, this is how a discussion is supposed to be. Could we please just stick to the rules for one second and we could mm. actually move this discussion forward and we could actually learn stuff, both of us, you know? Yes. But now, yes. honestly, I'm at a point where I've realized that the vast majority of people who are that emotional and can't really deal with other opinions there's absolutely no point in trying to convince them because their mind yeah. is just so set. And, and it for those people, I think they need to come to the conclusion. Just Yes, yes. sometimes you need to come just, to a conclusion to, on, your, on your own. Otherwise, it's not. Yeah, they, they need something happening to them. I don't know that completely changes their subjective mm -hmm. reality and makes them realize that what they've been thinking is actually quite wrong or like, flaws, um, you know? as, as an example okay if you're very um critical against vaccination for example and then you get hit by covid and have to spend several weeks in hospital then that might make you overthink your 
decisions concerning vaccination. Not exactly wanting to um, yeah advertise uh, vaccination or anything right now. Just think about it for your on your own, guys. I don't want to start this discussion of red. <laughs> <laughs> right, just as a basic example. Right, but yeah, now I'm at a point where I'm just like, okay, sure, that's your opinion, that's your subjective reality, stay there if you want to, but don't come at me for trying to look at things a little more objectively. And no, that doesn't does not make me a whatever fascist, and that does not make <laughs> me a whatever phobic. You, it's just that I try to look at it from. Yeah, right. I'm just some cutthroat capitalist who wants to mm. kill children in Africa, whatever. I'm just trying no, to no, look no. at stuff a little more objectively. Um, and and if you're not able to you do want that, to kill puppies. then just... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you're not able to do that, then just leave. Or I'm going to leave. Stay there. I'm going to leave. <laughs> mm. Very respectful. Very respectful. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Honestly, yeah, I also also if I really had to talk with some person like that, I uh, I'd also bail out of it. Um I'd only take all of my effort and time to convince someone if it's if it was someone I cared about. Like Right. That's and usually yeah. for other people that's someone in their family. Like, okay, someone in their family has some fucked up opinion. Like the the typical uncle, <laughs> um, or yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that, then okay, it might be worth it because you still have to spend a significant time of your life with that person, and people usually care about their family. So that that's something, or some some close friend who is who has been fooled by I don't know the the lizard people. <laughs> in the other right. earth yeah yeah otherwise i think it's really uncles. not worth it because it takes so much strength and power of convincing that i honestly just chill out for those two or three hours of discussion that no leads nowhere <laughs> yeah for sure yeah but it's always the uncles how come it's always the uncles who have like no idea, opinions? no idea, man. <laughs> it's always yeah, but it's, it's actually the stereotypical uncles. example. It's it's usually the uncles, yes. Yeah, <laughs> I don't I'd know. Say it's also from my family, yeah. <laughs> from my experience, it's the uncles. <laughs> <laughs> They're the problem. They have to be eradicated. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, the funny thing <laughs> is kidding. that. That your father would be the uncle of, yeah, someone else then, like, sure, yeah, <laughs> eradicate, <laughs> eradicate Oof. all of them, yeah, eradicate all men, feminists like that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Oof. <laughs> let's not get into that. <laughs> oh, man. Feminists I'm wants to know fun. your location. oh god yeah now wait how how far are we into the episode oh man already that far okay um another point of discussion or like the whole topic of interacting with other human beings um i read a book a few months ago called Okay, forgive me that one. It's the title is sounds very wrong. Okay, 
Um, that's because the book is already, I think, a hundred years old, almost, almost. Um, yeah. It's called "How to Win Friends and Influence People" by right. Dale Carnegie. And yeah, you you, if you first hear it, it sounds very manipulative and and stuff. Um, which okay, admittedly, in some chapters it might be. <laughs> But the general advice, um, yeah, I, I, what I thought about now, we can discuss a bit the general advice he gives with interacting with other people and how you can sure. win friends and stuff. Because I got a summary right here pulled up. Um, yeah, yeah, let's... Well, it's actually quite a good exercise for me to try to see how much i actually remember from the book yeah <laughs> um, yes same for me um but do we want to go through the his rule he, i think he has like 12 rules or no okay no he has more <laughs> um yeah they're quite let's a lot. go through them in order or just pick out something that's yeah okay I, i'll pick out something um I'm, by the way, reading from a blog post by Dan Sylvester, or however you pronounce him. Check him out, guys. I suppose he's a cool dude. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dan, principle two here in that wing. It's called um, Give Honest and Sincere Appreciation. The only way to get a person to do anything is by giving them what they want. What do most people want? Health, food, sleep, money, sex. Almost all of these uh, ones are usually gratified, all except one, the desire to be important. The desire is what makes you want to wear the latest styles, drive the latest cars and talk about your brilliant children. If you tell me how you get your feeling of importance, I'll tell you what you are. That determines your character. How do you make people feel important? By appreciation and encouragement. Um, quote right here. I have yet to find a person, however great or exalted his station, who did not do better work and put forth greater effort under a spirit of approval than he would ever do under a spirit of criticism. Know the difference between yeah. appreciation and flattery. One is universally, one is universally uh, admired, the other one is universally condemned. Flattery is selfish and insincere, it's cheap praise. You tell the other person precisely what he thinks, but himself, in the long run, flattery will do more, uh, will do you more harm than good. Appreciation is unselfish and sincere. It happens when we stop thinking about ourselves and begin to think of the other person's good points. Be hardy in your approbation and lavish in your praise, and people will cherish your words and treasure them and repeat them over a lifetime. Repeat them years after you have forgotten them. That's a long <laughs> point. There was a lot. <laughs> But, <laughs> but there's a lot of truth in it, I think. A lot of yeah, the gist of it, um, true, honest appreciation always yes. wins. And actually, there was there was an interesting experiment done. There, there was a, a series on Netflix, which was called 100 Humans. It's where in America they did, like, uh, they invited, like, 100 test people um to like some facility and did a ton mm -hmm. of experiments on them and <laughs> that one sounds of the experiments <clears throat> yeah no it was there were human experiments 
<laughs> I mean, not, not inhuman. That's what I'm... Humane. Damn it. Yeah. Human <laughs> experiments and humane experiments are something completely different, guy. <laughs> well, you some of them were legendary. a little bit... We we gotta yeah. we gotta make a best of and cut exactly this section out. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, God help us. So the point <laughs> is, they invited those hundred people and did some kinds of different experiments on them. All very harmless. Nothing happened, you know. But one of the experiments was to see how a culture of approval versus a culture of criticism. Mm -hmm. um kind of changes the ability of people and what they did they took some people out of that 100 people group and they told them to learn how to juggle plates on sticks you know that circus tricks mm -hmm. some people do and you know some were naturally pretty good at it some were terrible at it so what they did they took that group of people divided them into two and one group of people they went in in front of a jury so to speak um and had to show their plate spinning abilities and wow. for the first group <laughs> of people what they did was however terrible they were they always said boy you're so amazing you're so talented that was great that was impeccable and all that they just um put so much approval and praise on them that those people actually start to believe they're really good. And to the second group, no matter how good they were, they always said, you know, that was terrible. That was how you have no talent for that. You have no coordination and all that. And then they invited those two groups back and wanted to see how their approval versus their criticism affected their ability to spin the plate. And interestingly mm -hmm. enough, for the group that, you know, the, the group that got a lot of praise and approval from the, from the jury, they actually all got way better. Even those who were terrible and couldn't even spin it for like half a second, they suddenly mm -hmm. got really, really good at it. And the people in the second group who were kind of only criticized and all that, even though there were people who were like amazing, like they did it like, they've been doing it for 20 years they were amazing at it suddenly they couldn't spin <clears throat> the plate just because what? they were Shit. criticized before so that was quite interesting to see and i see that also uh, when i when i did like tutoring for 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 this guy in math english and and german and also um for some time i taught like a 40 year old the piano only for a month, <laughs> but uh, still, it was quite interesting to no, see how never told how <laughs> how approval. Yeah, it was only like a month, and she said that she uh, she wants to keep it going after like the lockdown ends, and then she just never contacted me again. <laughs> but whatever the point is, I just saw that even when people don't really do such a great job, but you tell them, hey, look, that was actually pretty good, you know, in a good way and all that, they actually tend to get better really fast, even when they mm. weren't that good before. But when they're, even when they're really good and you tell them, hey, look, that was terrible, that wasn't good at all, you missed that, you missed that, then even the most talented pianist or whatever would kind of start to feel self-conscious and mess up. 
So that's very interesting to see how yeah. how easily we are manipulated in that sense. But that was a long <laughs> monologue now. No, no worries, no worries. I <laughs> Now, I actually got a counterexample somebody might bring up. And let's see whether you okay. can figure out what the issue with that example or with that argument is. Um, similar um, observations... Uh, it's it's about uh, okay. Let's start this way. It's uh, about the Israeli armed forces. Okay, and you uh, and okay. and somebody is like the trainer of the fighter pilots there, and he like okay. He observed um, every time when he criticized somebody like very very um, how's it called like very harshly, they mm. because they messed up. Um, afterwards, they improved by quite substantial by a quite substantial amount and therefore he considered okay criticism must be more valid because every time he praised somebody for um doing something good um their um how is it called their their performance went down in like fighter pilot training so from right. his experience it makes more sense to criticize than to praise yeah now do you see the problem with his argumentation there yeah? Well, actually, I don't really see a problem. The only thing I would say is that it really depends on the context. Because if you're in the context of teaching a five-year-old how to play the piano, then uh, putting him down like you do in the military to kind of motivate people probably will not work. And they probably yes, need to definitely, not, definitely not. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so I think it depends on the context. And the military, especially if they're like only men who are very athletic and very ambitious and very driven mm. and disciplined and all that it probably makes sense to be a little more harsh and kind of spark that competition to see oh uh, he he uh, he really i don't know he really criticized that guy i hope when he comes over to me he's gonna see how good i am and so i'm gonna try to give it my best and then when he comes to you and criticizes you also that kind of lights the fire of motivation to become better really fast and all that so in the context of military it makes sense to some extent of course <laughs> it's it's funny that your uh, argument is like pointed against what you previously said <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> with the with the plate thinking thing where approval is actually something that works out much better uh, yeah the, the uh, that's why i said it depends on the context it oh actually also context. in the military sense approval is the better thing the I, I i will reveal the solution to the problem now um okay why good people uh, or why approval makes people worse and why um criticism makes apparently people uh, better in fight and pilot stuff um okay it's actually like a, a little bias um, that I suppose many other people also have out there and why they go for criticism. It's um, if somebody does especially bad, just by coincidence maybe, in a fighter pilot training, um, mm -hmm. then it's very likely that in the next try... Um, they will, they will, okay, it's not that like the previous try influences the next try, but um, doing especially bad is um, very rare and doing especially bad twice in a row is even rarer. So the next try after they have been criticized, it's not as likely that they perform especially bad again. And if somebody performed especially good, it's the same way, just the other way around. Uh, the same thing just the other way around um it's not as likely that they perform twice um 
very good in a row. And that's why for the, the instructors, in the instructor's opinion, it's okay. Like, damn, every time I uh, appreciate a good guy, uh, the next time he performs worse, just by um, statistics, yeah. because it's not as likely for someone to perform uh, good twice in a row. And everyone I criticize, somebody who did especially bad, does uh, very much better in the next try. Um, that's like a psycho or like a statistical fallacy that many people are like uh, subject to. It's called uh, regression to the mean. Like okay. over a long amount of tries, um, you will like approach the average. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah, and that that's also what what you um, <laughs> that uh, that's also what you were falling for, I think, and probably also some of the listeners. Um, sure. Yeah, and what what you have to watch out for. Yeah. Um, Interesting. That's all, uh, by the way, it's um, from Thinking Fast and Slow by Daniel Kahneman. I think he was called. Very Kahneman. good book. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. all about psychological fallacies and stuff, um, where our intuition, like here, is actually fooling us. And the actually yeah, what you said is is true. Like approval makes people. Um, yeah, work better <laughs> in the long run. Sure. Interesting. Very cool. Man, I really fell for it. <laughs> <laughs> no worries, dude. No worries. What I'd actually suggest <laughs> is that we discuss this. Have you already discussed the book? No, right? Like, uh, mm, how, no. uh, how to win friends and influence people. No, I don't people. think so. I think we can make a separate episode out of it because there are yeah. so many rules in there that we can discuss. Um, Sounds good. Awesome. Because we're already like in an hour into our episode. And I think I suggest right. we draw some questions now. <laughs> yes. That sounds good. Wait. Yeah. And I suggest I you mean... draw the... the uh, yeah, the, the 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 good question first, and then I draw like the fucked uh, fucked up question. That's yeah. <laughs> okay. Do you know the anatomy of a turtle? Or <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> something similar. <laughs> okay, I have something that's Do quite you really? deep. Oh. Yeah. How so, how much time will it fill? I have too no much. Idea. Okay. I, let's just go for it. Man. Let's just go for it. Yeah, let's go for it. So. If you could have a second chance at one event in your life, what would you choose? What would you do a differently? And how would your life be different now? That's man, I that's think deep. I think we already discussed it in a similar sense right now. Um uh, in a previous episode, I mean. Um it's like I'd start out there's no particular event. I just wanted to start out by doing stuff outside of school earlier and not just right. go to school and then go home and do gaming and all of that. I It would have actually been cool to apply myself to something um, outside of my, like, extracurricularly much earlier, like already in fifth grade or something, where I thought it's... Who, who, back then I thought, like, okay... Why are people doing this? They are sacrificing their afternoon. Are they stupid? Man, why are they staying longer at school than necessary? Right. And like if you if I did that maybe I'd I'd be even 
farther in life if that's something you want to strive for but yeah yeah by the way um before you answer the question like did you hear about the 11 year old who got um his bachelor's degree in physics recently <laughs> what in munich not in munich no uh, like oh, okay. i think somebody in some somewhere in the u.s like crazy oh, okay. dude man crazy dude it that's where i could be right now if i did extracurricular activity <laughs> already <laughs> right oh man that's that, that's crazy that's crazy he and wants to like you know, make like humans immortal or something <laughs> what okay <laughs> and he has a roadmap for that already planned out it's ambitious oh. but i mean not everyone has a bachelor's degree of physics with 11 years old man that's by the time i get my wow. bachelor's degree i will be 10 years older than him at that time yeah that's so sick <laughs> that's that's crazy man wow yeah. 11 all right yeah um, i guess his plan was to just finish it before puberty and then enjoy his life for the next 10 years until <laughs> right until he can catch now up with, can uh, with the normal physics students i mean he could oh, okay. because he's so much ahead of schedule yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's that's amazing all right okay for you anything let's you, see or any general thing um i think it's also hard for me to kind of pinpoint one specific event so i would say similar to you probably to just start with the good habits and kind of the routines i've implemented yes way earlier because that would have made school so much i won't say because school wasn't exactly stressful but it would have made it so much easier in many ways mm -hmm. And it would probably would have probably cut my studying and working time in half or yeah, even more. Yeah, yeah. Just you and, know, being and more disciplined okay. about studying efficiently and actively and all that. And also just implementing good habits earlier, be more disciplined about them. Um, reading more books, because in the last two years of high school, I didn't really read that much outside of school. Yeah, yeah, those are kind of the things I, I wish I kind of did differently, but not one specific event. Yeah, definitely. And I'd also like see, okay, school is not that important, man. Um, just apply yourself to something outside of it as well. Like, mm, sure. I don't know, some voluntary work or something like I'm, like I'm doing right now. It's so much more valuable than sitting there learning for your, I don't know, economics exam which has nothing to do with real life <laughs> <laughs> you're really shitting on economics students <laughs> yes i'm basically shitting on half of the um consulting uh, organization i'm part of <laughs> like yeah. half of them are studying um economics yes or, or like the i don't know how you can translate it to english whatever yeah i think it's economics yeah yeah, no. or i think it told me it's it's technology and management isn't it yes exactly that's how it got technology and management yeah 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 <laughs> yeah uh, cool interesting it's it's, it's called <laughs> tum. Tum, technology, yeah, yeah. technology tum and economy. yeah yeah whatever okay random question by me um 
Why are they all so stupid, man? Why are they all so stupid? Okay. Um, <laughs> this one. Okay. Oh, that's actually not that bad. Um, what is the most life-changing decision you've ever made on a whim? Whatever that means. Can you imagine what your life would be like if you hadn't done it? Made on a whim. Like, I suppose yeah, that I means uh, spontaneously. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. <sighs> On the wind. Oh, uh, yeah, that means Damn. like, okay, just because you, you wanted to do it right now, because you felt like, okay, yeah, why not? Let's go for it. Yeah. Oh, man, that's, that's pretty hard. Because I don't actually remember that many times when I did that, <laughs> honestly. Mm. Uh, most decisions, I always had like a, like an end goal in mind, so yeah i can start i can start i think yeah um you start i think the most recent thing was applying for the consulting thing i just thought okay yeah let's try i mean what can go wrong and i got accepted and it really sure. i i think i really learned a lot over the past semester there and that was very nice the other thing was um kind of changing school mm -hmm. um obviously uh I, I for the like the application thing okay i i that was very much on a whim like i got to know from a uh, from a friend of mine that this program exists and i thought okay yeah could be something but then i saw okay man um i have to apply during the next uh, in the next uh, two or three days so i just thought okay let's just apply and do it that <laughs> um yeah. i mean i wouldn't need to accept it afterwards i think but just applying for it was like on a, on a whim and changing my school there that led to a lot of awesome experiences and new friends I made in. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, for sure. Sounds great. Other than that, I also usually don't make decisions that spontaneously, I suppose. Because um, mm. I really uh, tend to overthink stuff as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well... <sighs> It's hard for me actually to think of a time in my life where I did, where I made a major decision just really spontaneously. Uh, okay, what I do remember is, <laughs> that's really lame, man. I remember when I was uh, looking for like my first phone, my first smartphone. Um, mm. I was like reading on different models and all that for months and months on end. And mm. then in the end... I just chose something completely different that I've never heard of, which is the phone Ooh, I have right now. That one looks cool. Let's just get that one. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And it it has been <laughs> it has been a great phone. You know, I've I've had it for like five years and it still works okay-ish. <laughs> it's still, a, you know, that's maybe a decision I took on a whim. But other than that, I really don't take decisions on a whim, to be honest. Other than decisions, which I've kind of recently started to do, is when I have two options, let's say, that are equally good, that I'm equally okay with. Mm -hmm. um, so it's pretty hard for me to decide. I really just throw a coin. Yeah, you did it recently I, with something. I don't remember what it was. Yeah. Like, I, I ah, remember. yeah, whether we upload the episode um, together right. or not. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. that, for example, <laughs> or even... 
uh, today I have some uh, rehearsal and I wasn't sure what the woman asked me, could you come at 4 or 4.45, what's better for you? And actually it doesn't really matter to me, so I just threw a coin. Uh, mm. This is maybe the kind of stuff I do on a whim, just throwing a coin and going with whatever comes that's out nice. of that. That's nice. That's I pretty mean, cool, yeah. But other than that, I don't... To talk to other people about, like, randomly in the conversation, you get out your coin. Yeah. Hey, did you know I throw coins <laughs> when I have to make decisions? <laughs> yeah, in general, always. Always, wow. no matter what. Um, your system could be very much fucked up if somebody gives you free choices. Or four. Yeah, then... Yeah, sure. My... Yeah, then I just just get it down to actually like um like platonic dice only exist for four sides okay okay you could count maybe a coin as well but four sides six sides um i think eight sides 12 sides and 20 20 sided dice that that's what what exists so (laughs) everything else you're fucked (laughs) yeah no, I hey man, I have you. 20 decisions for you. Um, what pizza do you want in a restaurant? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> no, actually, I usually try to get it down to like two options. Mm-hmm. And it's also interesting, the thing with the coin throwing, sometimes when I throw it as it is in the air, I actually make the decision in my head and automatically, mm. uh, automatically decide for the thing that's better for me. So it's not I always about the I don't want the coin result. to rule about me. I am in charge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just an interesting little thing I do. And has been quite quite fun so far. So might actually keep doing it. Just imagine Man. I'm sitting in university or something and have to make a decision. I'm like, wait, do you have a coin? <laughs> <laughs> in the exam. Right or wrong? <laughs> right or wrong? Yep. Nice one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah cool cool yeah right. now i have an awesome idea for a birthday present for you even though <laughs> a coin hmm? yes like a fancy coin you know <laughs> that would actually be pretty cool really? <laughs> nice yeah all righty okay <laughs> yeah you can you can wrap it up if you want or like right all righty guys so has been a quite nice episode uh we talked about what makes a good discussion and how it's important to listen to your partner understand where it's coming from and also good relationship advice here exactly (laughs) exactly and kind of keep the conversation flowing and interesting and don't just focus on the details and run around in circles (laughs) you know try to actually go somewhere get a deep understanding and you're gonna have great discussions other than that guys i wish you a productive rest of the week and And appreciate other people honestly and sincerely yeah that's also important (laughs) obviously don't fake it um (laughs) yeah that's that's not the part where you want to do that sure alrighty I would say thank you so much for listening and see you next episode bye 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 guys it was a pleasure